Nancy Buck, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the program. Thank you so much. I really appreciate when you have me on and we can discuss things that are going on in my office. I think it's so important to get the word out. Let's start off with some tax season updates. When do people need to pay their taxes? And what should folks be doing now to get ready for that? So there's multifunction. So the first, we'll talk about the 2024 taxes that just came out in January. To pay them interest-free is for the month of January. Uh, and there, you can also, at each town, you could have pay, as long as you pay it by the 31st of January, you can pay 50% of the bill and then 25 in February and 25 in March, if that helps out. The It's 1% in February and 2% in March. I do want to mention that each town has on their website a way to go in and get their tax information. It's different from the past as we got new software. Our other software was 20 years old. It was outdated and couldn't keep up. And unfortunately, we had to switch. It's been a um, a transition for both the tax collectors and for us at the county. But we're all walk, working through it and trying to help out the, the taxpayers out there and know that this is a better secure system. Is that part of the reason why you have a new tax website as well? That's correct. That's why we have a new website. So taxlookup.net is still there for uh, back references for this year. And one town, the town of Fremont, stayed with them. The rest of the towns are on the new one. It's the Systems East, and that's all with the new website. And on the county website, under the treasurer's site, we have a list of all the towns and the website that you can just click on, and it takes you directly to the site. We're talking about people paying taxes that are for the county, right? They're town and county taxes, that the bill that comes out in January, and that's why the towns are actually the ones that send them out in January, and they collect for three months. After April 1st, they turn it over to the county, and we're basically delinquent tax collectors at that point. Um, there's penalties and fees on it at that point. But the towns are made whole by the county by collecting for the three months. Their warrant of what they needed to be collected is usually collected by February 10th. And then they start turning money they collect over to the county. So when a a town has a budget and it's um, raised X amount is worth taxes, they get to pay themselves at the end of January. All right. So when people start getting these letters, that's the time to start acting uh, for the best outcome, right? So depending on what letter, the towns will send out a delinquent letter around March 1st, and that's only for that 2024 tax bill that just came out in January to remind them to pay. Once they turn it over to the county, I send out anything that came in unpaid. I send out a letter around May 15th and remind people. And then I send another letter out around September 20th to remind them again that there could be additional penalty to give them an opportunity to catch up before additional penalties get put on. That's all for the bill that just comes out in January. If we want to talk about delinquent taxes, that means a bill that came out in January 2023 or earlier, those are in the foreclosure right now. We 
sent out letters in November, and they have until April 1st to pay that completely off or enter into an installment agreement if that helps them out to make the payments. Any tools or things that you want people to know about uh, uh, the new process? Well, the one thing that is different, the town information has always been up on the website, on their own personal websites, town websites, and the county never had the delinquent taxes online before, and that is new this year, that if just like each town has their own website, the county has a website, and you can look up delinquent taxes on it. Uh, uh, and the only thing right now, there's not history. So if you paid a tax bill, that's not showing up there. But if you ha- have older taxes, th- they're showing up. And that's not something that was available prior to us uh, switching the software in the fall. But things must be going well for you, uh, even with outdated uh, tech before this, because for the 33rd consecutive time, Sullivan County Treasurer's Office has been accorded the Financial Reporting Achievement Award from the Government Finance Officers Association. So congrats on that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what that means? Thank you so much. And I do. So the, quickly, the Treasurer's Office is multifunction. There's four departments under the treasurer. So we were just talking about the tax department and then briefly on the foreclosure department. And then I have tax map. This award goes under my accounting department. I have five employees in there and I have one um, supervisor in there that does most of the meet, uh, you know, behind the scenes and isn't recognized for what she does. So I always bring up Shannon Armbrust so people know you know, that's a name that if they call accounting, they can talk to her. They could talk to any of my staff. But that award is for 2022 for excellence in accounting. If you go on the county website under financial reports, it's called an act for ACFR. And it's 180 pages of all kinds of financial information Uh, and, you know, information about the county itself. It's a great tool. One page is my favorite page. People always want to know the revenues and how much has it gone up. And there's a 10-year analysis of all the revenue sales tax, room tax, which is also called bed tax, mortgage tax. And you can see where it was 10 years ago and where it is today. Well, you know, for the end of 2022. So it's a it's a great page, and that's just one again out of 180 pages of information that shows our fund balances, it shows our expenses. It's a great document. Cool. So so it's not not just an award; it's a resource. It is absolutely, and um, it's through GFOA, which is Government Government Finance Officers Association. You do have to pay because someone made a, a remark that, well, you're paying to get an award. But just because you have them review this document, they have numerous people that they pay that review these, their accountants. And they always come back with a couple items, you know, like a two pages. Well, why did you put this revenue source here? You know, could it go over here? It's never anything big or we wouldn't win the award. They don't automatically give the award just because you turn in a document. It really has to be in great shape. 
So, you know, we're an open book, open government. You know, we don't have any secrets to hide. It's all out there for the public to see. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time uh, to go over all this with us. Do you want to let people know uh, where the, the relevant websites are, the tax website, and how best to get a hold of you before we go? Yes, that would be wonderful. If you go on the Sullivan County website, go under Departments and go under County Treasurer. And when you go on that website, that portion of the county website, you can see other things besides how to get on for the tax, to find out the taxes. You can find out the town tax information. But we also have room tax. There's information on the room tax. There's and so it's really uh, something else that we do here really quick, and I know that we're pressed for time, is certificate of residency. That information is also on the county website under the treasurer's office, and that would be really helpful. And if somebody would like to call, the number is 845-807-0200, and we're more than happy to help them out. And if it's not even for my office to direct them to the correct office. All right. And the county's website, again, is SullivanNY.us. That's SullivanNY.us. We've been talking to Sullivan County Treasurer Nancy Buck. Thanks for joining us once again. Thank you. Have a great day.